If you'd like to see how to do this on a grand scale, just go to maxout.com forward slash meet Lulu, M-E-E-T-L-U-L-U. Good, good. Well, this is Kim, Kim Claver, and I am delighted that you are here because this is part two of a three video series that I have been wanting to do for a long time to help people who cannot understand why it is so difficult to get people to sign up or to join or to buy from people who are in the network marketing industry. Here we go. Why is it so difficult to get people to buy or join? So if that's an issue for you, stay on the call here because we have an answer for you that I think you're going to like. So no new customers, no new reps. And the current strategy of many people is I am hoping and praying for yes. Countless people have told me that and countless people have said they have no new customers, no new reps. And you, it, whether it's the first as you first get started or you may have gotten started and built yourself up to a pretty good level where you've got some consultants doing some work and then suddenly you're stopped or people start falling out or the attrition, you know, the, the monthly falls off or people just quit altogether because they can't get people to go in. What are you doing? Well, she said, <laughs> I'm hoping and praying for a yes. I contact everybody I can. I message everybody I can. I talk to everybody I can. And I hope and pray for a yes. And this is most people's strategies. And it's very disheartening because you'd like to think you could do a little better than that. But if you don't know, you know, like Oprah said, when you know better, you do better. So let's figure out how to know better so we can do better. And here we go. So we didn't reach the goal. Let's say you set a goal of, I don't know, 100 customers in 100 days or say $1,000 a week or $1,000 a month in six months or in four weeks. And let's say that you did not hit your goal, right? So a lot of people quit. But what we want is to develop a different attitude, which is, okay, so we didn't reach the goal. The earth didn't stop. You're still above ground, right? And the question is, what are we going to do differently? This is what I ask myself whenever I don't hit my own goals, which is sometimes quite a bit. What am I going to do differently? Because I didn't reach the goal that I wanted during this time. What am I going to do differently? What am I going to do differently? That's the question you want to have in your mind. I'm going to give you an answer, which is what I've done. And you may come up with a different answer. But the key is, if you don't reach the goal, you didn't earn the income, you didn't get the people, the question is, what am I going to do differently versus I'm going to quit? Don't do that. Then you have no chance whatsoever. And here is our secret right here coming through those clouds. Remember from last time, no new customers is the typical situation. No new reps, hoping and praying for a yes. Then instead of continuing to hope and pray for a yes, we're going to show you how to meet and find and talk to your niche. Okay. And then you're going to have a customer generation machine, which gets yes. That's the goal. The idea is to have an automatic way where you know that you're going to be able to get yeses on a regular basis. And you do that by meeting your niche. And I'd like to show you how to do that right here. You ready for that? Step one, you want to change your role as a people chaser. You know, like they have the ambulance chaser. You want to change that. I don't know. Does anybody here want to feel like they're a people chaser? You tell me in the, in the comments here. And then I'll know that for sure that you're able to see and hear what I'm saying. A people chaser. You want to change that role. Do you agree with that? Okay. And here's what you want to become. You want to change and become a problem solver. Okay. From people chaser to problem solver. Now let me I'll show you why you want to do that. 
And then this is what gets you a yes. You solve problems for people who have them and who will pay money for them. And this is what gets you a yes instead of just doing the people chasing routine, right? And here's how we're going to do this. So if you're talking to people, you know how they say in the business, all you have to do is talk to people and you'll get rich, right? But if you're thinking about it yourself, being at the other end of it or being a talker, would you rather talk to a people chaser or somebody who knows how to solve a problem? That's a question you want to ask yourself. Which one do you want to talk to? Somebody who's a people chaser or somebody who can actually maybe solve a problem? And then you want to think about yourself. How do you want other people to look at you? Do you want to be perceived as somebody who does people chasing that, oh, there comes that people chaser, there comes that person, right, doing one of those things? Or do you want to be perceived as somebody who knows how to solve a problem? And this is quite a big distinction. Because let's say that you're, you just graduated from medical school and here you are, your cardiac surgeon. Would you go around and say, hey, who needs a heart job? Go knocking on doors and talk to everybody in the mall. Hey, I just got my cardiologist uh, credential, my MD. And so I'm looking for people who need a heart job. I don't think too many people would expect somebody to do that. Uh, but if the, per if the guy were at or the woman were at a get together and somebody says, what do you do? And they say, well, I do. I'm a freshly minted cardiac surgeon. They know from what the person just said that they are a problem solver having to do with the heart, right? And so they kind of have put that person, in case I need a heart job, okay? All right, just wanna make sure that that distinction is really clear to you. So the question is, how do you become a problem solver instead of a people chaser? That's what we're gonna do differently. We're gonna go from people chasers to being a problem solver. So a real business, any business, in any country offers value. And let me tell you what that means. It means that they solve a problem. That's what value means. Giving value solves some kind of problem. And it really can be any kind of problem. So for example, if you're hungry, you want popcorn, that solves a problem. What did you do? You went in the cupboard, you got the popcorn kernels out and you made some popcorn. But you bought the popcorn, you probably bought the butter or the oil that you need that you're gonna use to make it. And then you buy the popper, right? So the problem was you were hungry for popcorn and you bought the popcorn or you went to go out to get it. But the problem is you're hungry for a certain kind of food. Somebody else has it, a real business. They sell popcorn, popcorn makers, oil, what have you. And you buy it. So you solve your problem. And that's really how the world works. The world works on people that really want to solve the problem. They find a business or someone who has it, and then we pay to have the problem solved, okay? Whether you buy popcorn, whether you buy a movie, whether you buy a $10,000 program, for example, to learn how to reset your mind so that instead of being a negative Nelly, you become a more a positive person who knows that you have to learn how to become a problem solver if you want the world to come to your door asking you to help them solve their problem and pay you as much money as you can possibly handle. That's the nature of the Google business or of the Apple business or of the Tony Robbins business. People who have problems come to people who are known to be able to solve them. And that's what you wanna be able to do. Solve problems that people wanna pay for instead of being a people chaser. That's the perception that you wanna have. All right, so a business offers value, which as I said, is solving a problem. It can be getting rid of like divorce lawyers. Getting rid of your other half, right? It might be a divorce lawyer for men or for women. 
So it can be any change that you want. A change could be from A to B, from fat to skinny, from unhappily married to happily divorced and whatever. So that you want to change and a business and people in business, whether they're consultants or companies, they offer these different things that you can buy to get the change that you want. So I just want to be sure that this is what value is, solving somebody's problem. And it doesn't matter what the problem is. Most businesses don't do this for free. Even the church, think about the church. You go to the church and every Sunday you confess or you do whatever you do there. And what happens? I mean, as a kid, we went to church every Sunday. The collection plate always comes around. There is no church that doesn't collect money. In fact, I believe that the Catholic church is, is one of the richest organizations in the world. Where do you think they get all that money? People want to pay to go to heaven. They'll do anything to go to heaven, including pay every week and build churches and donate money. So that also is a business that offers value. So just be aware, anything you pay money for to someone, you are paying it because you want a change or a feeling of security or insurance or what have you. Okay. Now, churches are interested in helping people that are unhappy and afraid and need support. That's the niche. Who goes to a church? People who have certain beliefs. That's what they are, certain beliefs about how life should be, how life has been, how life will be after you die, versus another business that might be a Range Rover business or it might be a used Toyota business. Each business offers value to certain people. And the reason is that everybody, every business that exists today was started by a person, one or two people. And the reason they started their business is because they had an interest in that thing, whatever it was, whether it's making drugs, whether it's being a pastor, starting a church, you know, whether it's being somebody in the network marketing business or a consultant to people in network marketing business, the people who start these businesses have an interest for some reason, and they are willing to learn all about it to get really good at it because they're interested. And then they find certain people that they can help. See, that's what happens. And then we market to people that we can help and people we can help. That's called your niche. It's people with a certain problem that you can help with because you know how to do it. Many people will say, I can do this because I'm, I got an MD and I went to medical school, right? And they'll choose being, being an eye doctor versus, I don't know, an ear, nose, throat uh, versus an internist versus, you name it, all the different kinds of medicines. That guy is, or woman is a business and they have specialized, depending on their own personal interests. They go to people in their niche who have problems with their eye or whatever it is, and then they market to that person, say, I am somebody who helps you go from bad vision to being able to see again. So this is the idea. I think you get it. So for example, Range Rover is a car maker that offers fairly high-end SUVs. And their niche is people who buy luxury uh, SUVs. People who buy luxury SUVs. Range Rover is not the only luxury SUV out there, as some of you know. If you're in that, if you if you like buying luxury SUVs, Range Rover is one of what six or seven options. And so some of the people who are in the luxury SUV market buy Range Rovers. Others buy I don't know is BMW considered high end probably SUVs. They, there are like I said five or six different brands. You can look them up. But the key is that Range Rover is a specific business that offers high end SUVs and the market 
their niche is people who buy luxury SUVs, not used Toyotas or VWs or Mini Coopers. And then some of those people who are in the market for luxury SUVs buy Range Rovers versus a BMW versus a Mercedes-Benz. Is this clear? I want to make sure you, you see this here. Has everybody got this? Yeah, got it? Okay, good. All right, so here we go. The problem, certain people want a luxury SUV. They want that. They're in the market for that. That's their problem. Maybe not be yours, but it's theirs. That is a need, an urge. I want something that I don't have right now. I need a new one. <laughs> and some buy the Range Rover. And that's how Range Rover earns its income. Now, notice the people who buy do this once every year or two, usually. They do not buy every day. And that's why Range Rover salespeople do not message people every single day to say, hey, do you want a Range Rover? Hey, do you want a Range Rover? They also don't message just anybody. I bet you, how many of you have ever gotten a message saying, hey, you want to buy a Range Rover from anybody? Unless it's you bought one recently and now you see ads for it. All right, so people who do these things do, do it from time to time. They're not in the market every day, which is why Range Rover salespeople don't message people every single day because nobody's in the market for anything every single day, right? <laughs> right, people don't have this feeling, I need a new Range Rover problem every day. And that's the same, by the way, for weight loss. Once a person has decided they want to lose weight and they're on a program, chances are they're not going to be very open to a brand new program because they just started one two weeks ago, right? So this applies here as well. So the luxury car buyer niche is different from the used car buyer niche. And that's different from the niche of pickup truck buyers, okay? And there are probably dozens of car niches for buyers. And if you look in the, if you look wherever people buy cars, you can see you can have nothing down cars. You can have, there are probably a dozen more of these types of buyers, used car, pickup truck, and pickup truck buyers. And all of the businesses try to cater to these different niches because somebody who is selling specializes in used cars, they might specialize in used Range Rovers, but that's a different market than new Range Rovers, right? It's a whole different market. Niches are different and you want to play to your particular niche. Each seller markets to their niche members. Does this make sense to everybody? Okay, good. So what is your niche? That is the question, right? And here's how you figure that out. This is going to be step one. What problem did you solve for yourself? Okay, that's the question. So which problem can you solve? Well, start with the one that you solve for yourself with your product or your business. What is the problem? So, and for whom can you solve this problem? And obviously you got yourself right in your own corner right now. And by what means? Remember that for every problem, let's say you wanna go from fat to skinny, there are many ways to do this. A problem, somebody needs car, they need a car for transportation. As you just saw, there are dozens of options for someone who wants to buy a car from used to new to luxury to Mini Cooper to you name it, right? So for whom would be the next question, right? And by the means, of course, is what are the various options? What kind of car do you want? What price range do you want? What colors do you want? Yada, yada, yada. Okay. That's the question. So start with what is your own before and after? Okay. That's really the question. That's how you figure the first one. Okay. All right. So there is a formula that you can use so we can, you can learn how you can market exactly to your niche. 
And the formula, again, remember, is going to be this one. What's pro what is the problem you can solve? You need to do this part yourself because we're going to show you the formula in the next one. What problem can you solve? Okay. For whom can you solve it? And by what means do you solve it? Because remember, weight, skin, income, more income. There are many ways to, if the problem is, well, the person isn't making any money, and so I'm going to solve that problem. I'm going to show somebody how to make an extra, say, $1,000 a week. Okay, so who is it for? Somebody who wants to make extra money at $1,000, say $1,000 a week, more than they have right now. By what means? Well, in your case, it would be by a network marketing business where you market a product and you market the business. That's roughly what we're talking about. Versus the problem is $1,000 a week more in income. That's the problem that, let's say, you solve that you because you've done it. For whom? You know, for someone who, let's say, for somebody who who is really good at sales, let's say. And by what means? Well, we're going to sell an affiliate product. In fact, we're going to be an affiliate for the Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, Russell Brunson mastermind. We're going to teach you how to sell that thing. Okay. So what problem do you solve? Well, for somebody who wants to make you know, quick 10, 20, $30,000 or more, because your program's $2,000. Affiliates make $1,000. I'm not promoting it, by the way, not because I don't love them, I do, but I've decided to just stay focused on what I'm focused on. For whom? People who really like selling. If you want to be affiliate salesperson, you got to be good at sales and you have to love it. By what means? Well, we're going to show you how you can run a mastermind and really learn to educate yourself with a mastermind through this particular program. Yeah, that's That's what we're talking about. You think you can do that? All right. So there's a formula and I'll give it to you next time. But for right now, what you want to do is think, what is the problem that I know how to solve? For whom can I solve it? Remember, there are many different kinds of people who are looking to solve this problem. And by what means you have a specific option, a specific path that you have. And if you think about, say, weight loss, which is so popular, how many ways are there? People who want to lose weight. Okay, great. So let's define who this is. Who are the people who want to lose weight? Well, there's somebody who says, oh my gosh, I just noticed I put on five pounds. I better lose it right away. That's one type of whom. Another type of whom is I've been on nine diets since I was 11 years old, let's say, and I'm still having trouble with my weight. That is a different kind of whom, right? A different person has whole different history and probably much a bigger sense of urgency, right? So let's say you have somebody like that, somebody who's tried for years to get rid of this extra weight since they were like 11 years old, for example. By what means? Well, your means might be a water fast. It might be intermittent fasting. It might be appetite suppressants. It might be, I don't know, put something on your wrist and change completely what you want to eat, let's say. Or it might be an alternative eating program. If you Google lose weight, you will see what millions of results and there are many different ways to do it. So the problem you solve, start with your own before and after. What problem did you solve with your own product? Now, if you've got income and you went from being in the poor house and you're now making two, $3,000 a month or a week, you can use that. The problem is, the problem I solve is offering someone like me a way to make extra income, an extra two, 3,000 a month. For whom? Well, somebody like me. Well, what, who are you? 
And then you have to describe your story so we know who you are. Somebody who just woke up yesterday, somebody who's done 30 network marketing companies and finally you found a way. By what means? I'm going to show you how to build up 100 customers in 100 days of whom we are confident three or four will become reps to help you grow your distributor base. So what I want you to do is answer these questions. Which problem can you solve? Describe who you can solve it for and use yourself and your own history and by what means, what are the options that you've got? Okay, that's what we're gonna do. And if you work up the details from this slide, you are welcome to put them in the comments here. That'd be great, I'd love to see them. And then on Wednesday, we'll do the last one. I'll show you the formula for this. And then you can fit what you've got, bring it to the session. You can fit what you've got in there. And we'll show you how you use this then to market on your Facebook profile or on your Facebook page, okay? We have a big class, of course, where we teach a lot of this stuff, but I wanted to give you a good taste of it here so you have an idea of how it works. If you'd like to see how to do this on a grand scale, just go to maxout.com forward slash meet Lulu, M-E-E-T-L-U-L-U, -L -U -L -U, as in meet, you know, meet, meet Lulu. So it's maxout.com forward slash meet Lulu, all jammed together for those of you that are on the podcast. All right, good. So this is what I have for you today. Was this clear to everybody here? Do you understand the distinction of going from being perceived as a people chaser to a problem solver? Does, is that distinction clear to folks? Is that helpful to you so that you kind of reinvent yourself as someone who knows how to solve certain problems? So when you approach people, it's not who can I get and who can I chase, but it's who can I help? Now, let me ask you a question. Do you suppose that if you are on your Facebook profile, and let's say that you've really got your niche down, like I might say, I help network marketers who really don't know what to say to people on Facebook, and every time they've talked to people, they get a big fat no. Is that going to be everyone? Tell me yes or no. Am I going to get all the network marketers who aren't making money to respond to that? Yes or no, what do you think? Is everybody buying the Tony Robbins program? Does everybody buy Eric Worre's program? Does everybody go to church every Sunday? Does everybody believe in God? You see this? Nobody has the market cornered. Not God, not me, not you. It's only going to be a subset. The world is comprised of markets. Why? Because we all have different backgrounds. We all have different tastes. We all have different values and they change over the years as well. So you never will get everybody. There are people who use Android phones. There are people who use Apple phones, iPhones. There are people who buy Yugos. There are other people who buy, I don't know, Range Rovers and Mini Coopers and all kinds of cars. Other people just walk. I finally gave up. I had, I finally gave up my car, mm, what, six, eight months ago. I, I gave it to someone. I've had, I have been a car lover for many years. And when I was a teenager, I used to race cars. We had a, we had pits in Detroit where we did that. So I've always somehow been, you know, really involved in cars. And I bought this Range Rover that was a, an anniversary edition. It was the only color, that particular green that I, they said in the country at that time. And I never sold it. I kept it just, you know, the way it was. And I just loved it. 
and kept it. We had it detailed every year. And I finally decided about, I don't know, six months ago, a year ago, that I don't want to drive anymore. I moved to LA. I live on the beach now, literally on the beach. I'm looking out the window at it right now. And I thought, you know, I'm, if I want to go anywhere, I'd rather just walk. So I gave the car to somebody who's helped me for the last 15 years do things um, for me. And she's waiting to give it to her son, who is also, he's now, he just turned 16. He's been a car enthusiast since he was five years old. And he was in love with his model before he knew that his mom was going to come work for me for so many years. And now he is going to be the one to get this car. And it's almost as if it's brand new. So you see, I mean, how many people are like that, right? And everyone, we are all markets. And you are also looking for your market. You're looking for people who are your ones. And the reason so many people are disappointed in our industry, and I'll just tell you how it is, since I've been in it for 30 years and I've built six of these companies, I, I have heard and seen quite a bit. When they tell you everyone wants this, if you have no experience, you hear in your mind, oh, yeah, everyone wants product X. Everyone wants to make more money doing this, our business, because don't we have the better way, as Eric likes to say. And I always tell them, Eric, it's not true. It's only a better way for some people. See, just like being in Silicon Valley. Would you like to work for Google? If I were going to be an employee, that's the number one place I'd go. I would love to work for those people. I have reading three books about them right now. If I were going to, it would be there. Other people dream about working, I don't know, someplace else. So what I'm trying to say is when, you, when they tell you everyone wants this, it sounds good, but it really isn't quite like that. Number one is everyone wants more income. Yes, that is a fact, probably. Even God, right? We just said in church, you can't get out of church without paying your freight. The collection play goes around or whatever they do these days online, and you have to pay. If you want to get your prayer said or whatever you're doing in that church, make feel better, be with people of the same faith, you don't get away without paying, right? So you're paying, and everybody has different churches. So when they say, well, everybody wants more money, it's like, yeah, but it might not be doing what we have to offer. Do you get this distinction? Is this clear to you? I want to be sure that it is. So even if the whole world wants more money, very few of them are choosing this particular path to get more money. Tell me you understand that. I'm going to be sure that we get this here. Yes? They may not want network marketing. They may not want any business of their own at all. And it might, and say, everybody wants to lose weight. You know, have, you know, what's the thing they say? Everybody wants health and wealth. Yeah, right. But not doing it this way. There are hundreds of options. You have to remember that we are an option. And so you want to make really clear when you make that statement, here's the problem I solve for these people, that you make your option clear. Like I show people how to lose weight who have been stuck with weight and problems eating since they were 12 years old, right? And I have a, for those people, I have a way to do that that will show you how to eat in such a way that you don't have to eat, you know, bad foods for you. But there are also certain foods that if you stop eating them will change your health completely and your body completely. So you see, you have a specific thing for a specific person who has a specific problem in history and you have a way to solve that. And the more clear you are about it, the more those people who match 
that niche will come to you. That's how I have built all my businesses my entire life. When I was in real estate, we had a booming business in a year. Why? Because I represented buyers. I didn't want to, you know, the sellers paid, of course, because that's how it works in real estate. But I would come around with McDonald's on my arm and offer a 50-year lease. Well, building owners lined up for me to get those clients. Why? McDonald's never paid the most or any of the fast food people that I represented at that time. They didn't pay the most money, but they were guaranteed that they would pay. And you would have a 30, 40 year lease, which the owner could take to the bank and borrow against to give him more money or her more money to buy the next property. You see? So it's really all about how you position yourself. And the more you love what you do and the program that you're on, and the, the more interesting ways that you can think of how to present that to people. So yes, maybe everybody wants more money, but they might not want it this way. And yes, they all might want to lose weight, but they might not want to do it with this product line. So the more specific you are with calling out, I want women's shoes, I want running shoes, I want Nike, I want size eight, white. The more you do that, the more all the people that are out there will come running to you. Does that make sense? Okay, good. So I will see you next time. We'll do another one of these on Wednesday. It'll be number three, and I'll give you the formula for turning yourself into a person who is perceived as a problem solver when you talk to people instead of somebody who is perceived as a people chaser. Would you rather be a problem solver than a people chaser? You tell me. I'll see you Wednesday. This is Kim, Kim Claver. Thanks for coming. If you'd like to see how to do this on a grand scale, just go to maxout.com forward slash meet Lulu, M-E-E-T-L-U-L-U. -L -L -U. Thanks for coming.